0: People pay money to see me in a 20 by 20 ring. gentlemen welcome back to another edition of the 20 by 20 ring crew i am your co-host joe and i am here with the one and only matt what's going on what's Matt? what's up uh we're back for episode number 70 and uh you know before we started recording i he matt over here just remarked hey we're 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 recording 70 i'm like holy shit like it doesn't feel like seventy no, episodes. No, it at all. it
1: doesn't feel like it. But yeah, seventy.
0: Holy crap, that's a lot of wrestling.
1: <laughs> it is. There's it is a lot of lot of wrestling. A lot of lot of everything.
0: Jesus, like now it's just hitting me like a ton of bricks. That's at least. I mean, at least at the very bare minimum, seventy hours. Yeah. Of recording. Um,
1: a lot of editing.
0: A lot of editing. Oh yeah. Lots of editing. <laughs> Figure. I mean, because you know we're, you know we're we're not shy. We're amateurs about this, but shit, like what, what would you say? Like for every hour of of finalized episode, what two hours of editing, three hours of editing,
1: at least, yeah, at least, yes. yeah,
0: fuck, yeah, oh yeah,
1: yeah. You got a lot of uh, a lot of trying to figure out what to do as you. <laughs> I hate editing. I, there's no doubt about that. Um, it's part of it's part of the process. It is part of the process, but it's just it is a very uh, tiring thing. It so, is. It so is. for people that do it for a living, God bless you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yes.
0: <laughs> because the fucking patron saints of audio. Because what
1: what, what 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 I'm doing is nothing compared to what to what <laughs> you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And it's a shame too. Like you know, they, obviously they don't get recognized the way that they, they should. So I am recognizing you right now. You guys are the fucking heroes.
0: <laughs> the, the unsung heroes of the audio world. There, shots out to all you uh, audio editing uh, cast and crew out there. Um, we're here to talk wrestling as always. Uh, something we didn't really touch on the last time. Uh, We got together for an episode. Uh, That was WWE Stomping Ground. Uh, Really quick before we get into Stomping Ground. As always, we have wrestling on in the background as we're recording. Because Matt and I love to watch wrestling. We are watching Ring of Honor's Best in the World. If I'm not mistaken, this is taking place in Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore,
1: Maryland. UMBC Event Center.
0: And we're watching a match between... Jonathan Gresham and why is his name escaping me
1: Sil- Silas Young
0: thank you Silas Young <laughs> it, is, it is a pure rules only wrestling match it's
1: been a while it I mean, has good lord that ring of honor has done that do you remember the Pure Championship they used to I have? I do, I do remember. That was Christian. such a cool. I wish they would bring something like that back.
0: How how has a championship like that not made it back? Not just the Ring of Honor, but like anywhere. I don't right. know. If, I don't know anybody that had runs a pure title right now.
1: Especially especially in this day and age where we're we're seeing.
0: Oh, I take that back. Isn't there one in like Stardom?
1: There might be. Yeah, I think might, so. There yeah. might be one in Stardom. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Jonathan Gresham picks up the win via the octopus of uh, submission. and So Gresham beats uh, Silas Young.
0: Where's that lady? <laughs> oh, yeah. <it> was,
1: <laughs> that lady was... She was she was definitely uh, on something. That's for sure. She was not...
0: There's an older African-American lady in the audience. She looked like... Was she, that Jerry Lynn? Yeah, that guy looked like Jerry Lynn.
1: Yeah, sorry. Let me cut you off. No,
0: you're fine. Um, she's near the front row on one of the sides of the ring. And she... She just looks like she's either sleeping, or she's had uh, one too many drinks, <laughs> or she's both. But, yeah, or both. <laughs> I mean, she's she looks very relaxed. She looks like she's uh, she's pretty relaxed and having a good time there, watching watching some wrestling.
1: Uh, so far, this has been a good show. This is, uh, by the way, this is from twenty nineteen. Um, we are watching it via my Honor Club subscription, but uh, if you guys want to check this out, I. I there's some, definitely some good matches on here. Some more matches that we're anticipating to be really good. Um, get over there on, on, uh, on Fight. Oh, that's and right. Yeah, it's on Fight. It's yeah. on Fight. 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash fight. That's F-I-T-E. And if you go through us, because this is a pay-per-view, you will have to pay for it. That's why it's called pay-per-view. But if, <laughs> but if you go through us, go through our, through our website... We're gonna give you fifteen dollars of free credits
0: on Fight TV. On
1: Fight T V that you can use towards this pay per view or any other paid events uh, that they uh, that they offer on fight, whether it's pro wrestling, whether it's MMA, whether it's boxing, whatever you know, float your boat. Bare knuckle. Bare knuckle fighting, all of that. Plus, going back to the wrestling side of things, you get Championship wrestling from Hollywood, Championship wrestling from Arizona, Reality of wrestling. wrestling, Ring of Honors, weekly TV show and MLW Fusion for a whopping total of free.
0: That's fucking awesome. Every
1: single week. So go over go over right now 20x20crew.com/podcast/fite and get yourself that $15 in credits, watch good wrestling and watch free good wrestling too on top of that. But uh, yeah, Best in the World 2019, and we're about to watch uh, a match between the Briscoes uh, versus Nick Aldis, and what you said is a new exclusively signed wrestler to NWA that we're going to find out live here.
0: So the original match was the Briscoe Brothers versus Nick Aldis and Colt Cabana. Yes. And then Colt got hurt. He got jumped by the Briscoes at a Ring of Honor show. And Nick, all this has now come out and said that his mystery partner is pretty much the latest addition to the NWA roster and he will be exclusive to the NWA roster. Nobody knows who this is there there's been no no sign of any any kind of information on who this could be. For my money, um, it might be James Storm okay which I mean, the way he's publicizing it he's saying whoever this is is a big draw I'm holding my my hopes out for someone else but I mean not not that James Storm is a (laughs) slob or anything but uh, you know right now it just seems logical because he was kind of involved in uh, in the match that kind of led to the Briscoes jumping Cole Cabana so we'll see we're about to see who it is yeah but, uh, let's get back to stomping ground. You and I didn't really have a chance to sit and talk about it here on the podcast. Uh, we have heard quite a bit of shit about this, uh, this under par, uh, pay-per-view put on by the WWE. Uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, previous to the actual event happening, you had a lot of different websites cover that there was low ticket sales and such. Um... Don't get me wrong, the venue itself there that they were running is a pretty decent sized venue, but I was telling Matt, I watched it as it happened live. I think Matt caught it a little while after that, but if you watch, if you sit and watch and you have the,
1: uh... What's your answer?
0: Oh.
1: Eli Drake. Eli
0: Drake, holy shit, okay.
1: He's the uh, he's the guy. I, f- I forgot he left Impact Wrestling.
0: He did, yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, so Eli Drake is the new exclusive assignee to NWA.
0: Congrats NWA. I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm not like crazy excited, but I'm excited.
1: He's got talent. He does. He does.
0: <laughs> As a guy holds up the sign, you are not repo man. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking awesome. Um Yeah, stomping ground so the venue pretty decent sized venue. But they were having trouble selling tickets. Uh, I know for people in the area, it was reported that they were giving away two-for-one tickets to the show, that, which is always a bad sign for your show if you're you're cutting shit in half price. But um, if you pay attention to the camera work, I was telling Matt, pay attention to the camera work, and uh, you'll see. You'll see that they're only covering certain parts of the arena. And that's because that arena was... Pretty
1: fucking empty. So it's at the Tacoma Dome. Tacoma, Tacoma Dome. Washington. Uh, capacity, maxi- maximum capacity is around 23,000. Uh, so let's call it the 20,000 range, sure, roughly. Sure. 19, 20,000. 19 to 21,000, we'll give them. Uh, the approximate number um, that were there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You ready for this number?
0: I can't wait. I, I want to hear it.
1: 6,000. Holy <laughs> shit. That is that is not half.
0: Jericho Jericho said 7. He he seven? Yeah, okay. he said it, for his money it'd be about 7.
1: I mean, he could be right. I mean, again, this is this is an approximate number. But, but yeah. Still. You're around 6,000 7,000 range. Holy
0: shit.
1: So, yeah, <laughs> that would make sense to why you saw a very tight camera angle yeah because again well, you,
0: you could tell they moved everybody over to two sections right so wow
1: and that's that's uh, that's what you uh, what you what you got there and and you know it so I did I, I, I did but I didn't watch stomping ground um, I was um, I was having trouble sleeping so I said, "Fuck it! I need to throw something on TV."
0: Make you go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind the melatonin, ladies. Yeah,
1: and yeah. <laughs> who needs that when you have uh, Stomping Ground? Um, but uh, I, I put it on. I put, I put on Stomping Ground, and I was in and out of consciousness throughout throughout the show. <laughs> And that about sums it up for me. Wow. But but um, you know everything that I saw, it was it was mediocre. It was about what I I would expect it to be. Uh, there's some matches that I would I would maybe go back and, and check out, if, if, but maybe you know, I don't know, probably not. But um, I remember being up, and uh, Seth Rollins and Baron Corman went out in the ring. This is the main event. Fuck. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'm gonna stay up and, and listen to see who the is gonna be. And you know Baron Corbin announces it's Lacey Evans.
0: That only took like fifteen fucking minutes. Yeah,
1: yeah, it did. And and I'm as soon as soon as he said that, I was like, they fucked up the referee. Yeah,
0: I'm going to bed. They,
1: <laughs> they can't even get the fucking referee correct. So I was like, no, I'm 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 not watching this bullshit. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was dealing with like you know fucking heart. I was having heartburn. I ate the wrong shit that night, and you know I was, I was having trouble sleeping. I was like, you know what, heartburn be damn. I'm going to sleep. I don't give a fuck. This is this is worse than heartburn.
0: We're gonna need to pick up like a supplement sponsor or something. <laughs> yeah,
1: we, we we should. Anybody have any ideas? Throw them our way. But yeah, I mean, this is um, looking at this card. It, it's 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 a lot of a lot of matches you expect to see at house shows.
0: That's what it felt like watching it. It just felt like a glorified house show, and and. It sucks, man. It sucks that that's where they're at right now. You know, it, don't get me wrong, man. Every every federation, every organization, you're going to have your ups and downs. You're going to have good times. You're going to have bad times. It it just, it's it's very ironic, but also very frustrating at the same time to see this brand new golden age of wrestling go on. But it, like at the expense, at their expense. Sure. More or less.
1: But the problem is is that they have the power to stop it. They did. Not, not, not the Golden Age of Wrestling. That's going to happen with or without them on board. Right. But they have the power to stop, stop their demise if only they take this talent. And again, I've said it time and time again, this is the best roster they've ever had. And actually do shit with it instead of these mediocre... Matches
0: instead of booking your son as the top heel. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I
1: mean, there, there you go. There's, there's, just one thing. I mean, at least Drew McIntyre wrestled the match against Roman Reigns, not Shane McMahon. But, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Shane McMahon is is the guy that's like you said last week could potentially be the guy that takes that title from Kofi Kingston.
0: I, I'm, if people don't riot, if if and when that happens, if people don't riot. Something's wrong. Something's very, very wrong with with that fan base. Even even the hardest of hardcore WWE Mark should be one thousand percent against that happening.
1: Speaking of Kofi Kingston, as of uh, June twenty eighth, he is uh, in a very prestigious club as he has reached one thousand five hundred days as a champion in wwe wow
0: congrats Congrats. Uh, i
1: believe only three other guys have done that
0: that's insane
1: so that's that's pretty damn impressive shit so uh i mean not all of that again. that's as champion of any title whether it's right. tag title or intercontinental what have you um including his reign as wwe champion i i, I love that because again it you'd be talking about unsung heroes for the longest time. He was an unsung hero, but wouldn't that be the damnest thing that you take all that, you take somebody who's in a very prestigious club and then you, uh, you have him drop the title to the boss's son. You know, who's by the way, who's like 50 years old now. Or there's close there's, to there's
0: it. so many problems with what you just said. And I don't really want to go into it, but, just the the biggest part the biggest problem to me here is you have this insane gigantic roster that are just extremely talented Yeah. and and this is your choice this is your choice for a push this is your choice for top heel right now Mm -hmm. you're fucking kidding me like the amount of TV time he's taking up you could equally have three people getting to push, at the very least. Right. And it's, they're just, they're the writing staff is, they're going with this. Like, I, I, don't, I don't fucking understand it. I really don't. If, if this is them picking up that whole best in the world storyline and trying to salvage it, first of all, go fuck yourself with that storyline. And two, let, let the... Let the fucking dead horse just stay dead. <laughs> you know, don't try to revive it. Jeez.
1: I mean, in a nutshell, there's not much to talk about when it comes to stomping ground. It was...
0: uh It was bad. From
1: what I saw, from what you're saying, it's a load of shit. Um If you don't think so, or if you haven't seen it yet, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash WWE Network. All one word. You can find out yourself there. Um And by the way, while you do it, you also have thirty days free to uh, get the taste out of your mouth and actually watch good <laughs> shit. Um, because it 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 just it was just it should not have
0: happened. It shouldn't have. Uh, speaking of things that should not have happened, I've I've wanted to know what you what you feel about the whole uh, divulging of the relationship between Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. So you know it they're, they've you know it's now in the public eye obviously and um you know what i that that part of it to me like it doesn't matter sure you know if you want to date your coworkers that's fine it uh,
1: happens all the time in the bus- in this business too it happens you know? all the time
0: uh, right. i've dated coworkers before sure well, um, you preach to the choir <laughs> but um in regards to this there, there's uh, there are more layers to this than the situations you you and I have uh, <laughs> gone through in in, in uh, a similar yes uh, fashion. But mm-hmm. uh, my point here is, so now it's out in the open, but now it's also like affecting their storylines. Yes, and that's what is not sitting right with me. And it didn't really hit me till Stomping Ground because. Becky Lynch, uh, spoiler alert here, sorry folks, but Becky Lynch got involved in Seth Rollins' title match during yep. the main event, and she practically like saved him.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. Well, and and not only that, but that's the reason why Lacey Evans was there in the first place. Lacey Evans lost the match to Becky Lynch.
0: Earlier, they were the opener. They
1: were the opener. Uh, Becky Lynch successfully retained her Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, I get the spoiler, but. I mean, we're kind of saving you from watching it. So, so Lacey Evans is an arrival of Becky Lynch. There's no other reason to put her as a special guest referee
0: at all. It made sense. I'll I'll give it that much. It made sense because Baron Corbin was really trying to fuck with Seth Rollins.
1: No, my my point is, other than the fact that they're you doing the relationship angle. No, they're, you're right, they're, yeah. They were, they're, yeah. She's not involved. Yeah, there's no other reason for her yeah. to be there. So the she, relationship
0: comes into mm-hmm. play. Yeah. And yeah, that that's that's exactly what we're talking about here. You don't... It shouldn't. It shouldn't come into play. Yes, it, does it have a place? Yes. Let it be known. Let it be out there in the public. But other than that, don't let it involve your storyline. Because now, for my money, whatever, whatever momentum Becky Lynch has could easily be damaged. Mm-hmm. Whatever momentum Seth Rollins has could easily be damaged, all because you want to work in a relationship that you're having. Yeah. I mean, not that they they are, but uh, you know, whoever's writing this.
1: Sure, shit. sure. And and, and again, it, it you know, real quick going back to the referee angle here, it took the steam out of the match for whatever happened because you didn't make it very clear what was going on. It was just like, here comes Lacey Evans, and it's like, why? You know, I, I'm thinking that to myself, like, what the fuck this is this? What, what is this? Because like, she's a heel. We're just grabbing any heel and saying, hey, you're the referee now. And then I put two and two together because, I I mean, there's times where I, I know who's dating who or who's that. You know, who's married to who or who's dating who. I really don't give a shit. You know, you... Do whatever you want to do. I, I don't really don't care who you're dating. I got my own fucking problems, you know. <laughs> like, so I, I didn't really put two and two together that oh Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins are dating. Nor did I con- consider the fact that they're putting it on screen now. I just to me, it's a dangerous business because right now Becky Lynch, uh, you know, going you know, you know going into this year, the hottest thing in WWE. Bar none, white hot. Th- does she need the distraction of fighting her man's battle no. on top of the fa- on top of what she's trying to do with the women's division? It's bad. It's bad business. It
0: is bad business.
1: And I think it's worse for Becky than it is Seth, because as as hot as Seth is, he's, he doesn't have shit on Becky. Going going into this whole relationship angle, and it's just it's not good. It's, it's not, it's, it's, it kind of waters the hype train down because now you're too focused on this love angle and how that's going to affect things. And not only that, but like, you know, not that I, not that I'm here playing fucking, you know, Dr. Drew or whatever, but like, (laughs) I can't imagine it'd be great for the relationship either because, you know, if you, you go in there as a white hot, person, you know, white hot character and you fizzle out because of this, you know, it could put a strain on your relationship as well because it's True. Like, hey, you kind of fucked me over. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know and I don't care about that part, but as far as the the on-screen stuff, it's just it's it's weird. It's weird, it's bad timing. There's other th- th- there's other things you can do and I, I think it's they, they should keep them, they should have kept them separate, you know, again you want to post things on social media, or this or that, whatever you do whatever you want to do but as far as the kayfabe aspect of it they should have been two different entities
0: absolutely you know, there's there's one more thing that we I feel we should mention oh, good god <laughs> um, it's, it's the point of it, it, you know, you, you talk about watering watering the hype train down. That's exactly what's going to happen. I mean, yeah. let's face it. Both of these people involved in this relationship are considered beautiful people. Sure. And you're going to have fans lose interest. It's one of those weird, like, sciencey mind hacks, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, where someone is more uh, attractive... If they are available available sure you know and you know that's think about it Becky Lynch don't get me wrong it's beautiful it's gorgeous right? but much more attractive to your average fan if she's single mm-hmm that's just the way it works. That's not. That's not me. That's not my opinion. That's no. Just, that's scientific fact. Yeah. And this goes beyond wrestling. You know, whether you're going to, to see your favorite uh, singer, or, you know, or, or you know, music artist. Uh, you know, look, the Beatles, uh, fucking Britney Spears, uh, you name it. Like just anybody, if they're single, or they're perceived to be single. Guess what? They're just that much more attractive sure which sells more merch and more music or whatever they're trying to peddle so yeah that, that we got that going on with this whole situation too now
1: well also too I mean wouldn't that uh, potentially it might, based off your theory wouldn't that potentially hurt Seth Rollins yeah cause he's the one that's making Becky Lynch not single
0: yeah, it is going to hurt Seth Rollins.
1: <laughs> you know, jealousy's a a weird thing. I mean, let, let's face facts here, ladies and gentlemen. Most you listening didn't have a shot at Becky Lynch to begin with, but you want to perceive that you did.
0: Yeah, you want to, exactly. You know, That's,
1: I get it. I do get that. Um,
0: and and on the other side of that coin, people who think Seth Rollins is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Same deal. Now he he's taken. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Yeah, and now your <laughs> now your excitement dwindles. You know, ever even if it's ever so slightly.
1: You know, for that reason, and for the fact that it just you take you take them out of the realm of what they're doing because going into the next pay per view, which what which is ex- Extreme Rules, you know, instead of having these high profile matches for their respective titles. They're now teaming together, defending their titles as a team against a team of Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans in a mixed tag team match.
0: I'm I'm not interested in that at all.
1: Doesn't sound good. It doesn't. Doesn't sound good. But that again, it just it, it leads to a very for me just a really, really kind of an awkward storyline angle. I'm not I'm not really about it. Let's go back to uh, the, the six thousand in attendance.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: that's pretty low. It's very low.
0: It's very low. For, well, for a WWE show, yeah.
1: So the next pay per view for that has a WWE name on it. It's going to take place on July 14th from Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Which, by the way, for those keeping track at home, you're looking at again another 19,000, 20,000 person arena. Okay. Um, obviously, I don't have an attendance here because the show hasn't happened yet. But um, you guys sell tickets to this one. You can't do six thousand again. It just it just doesn't work. So, what do you do to sell tickets? Well, you have you put on a good a good card.
0: Well, or, that, or, yeah, or, that's number one. Or
1: so we <laughs> you know we would assume. <laughs> But again, you know, we're talking, you know, the the Becky Lynch Seth Rollins championship match. But there's another special tag team match that's happening that involves a guy that's. He's in there to sell tickets. So here's his opponents Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. I'm already turned off. I I said Shane McMahon. (laughs) But. Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre his tag team partner is going to be Roman Reigns okay he's a big star in the company okay Mm -hmm. the guy that we're talking about is none other than The Undertaker The Undertaker is there randomly at fuck to do what? To make sure that they sell more than 6,000 tickets I don't... This this is a rhetorical question, but it needs to be said for the listeners. (laughs) Is this the answer that uh, that they needed to sell tickets? Is this the right move?
0: No. No, it's not. This is is antiquated thinking at best. Don't get me wrong, it's The Undertaker. Maybe if he does, like, a meet and greet beforehand... I mean, that could sell potentially sell more tickets, but is it going to answer the, what are we talking here, like 14,000 seat difference that they need to make up? I don't think so.
1: Especially after that Goldberg match we saw. Fuck. <laughs> and, and I get a lot of that's Goldberg's fault. I mean, here, here's the thing. All right, you made the mention, you know, let the man retire. I wholeheartedly agree. There's one thing, and this is...
0: Let the man retire from in-ring action.
1: Yeah, and 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 and, and the, the one thing that I, I will say is there's a there's a small small part of me that's happy that this is happening because the last thing that I wanted for the Undertaker for his last match was to be against Bill Goldberg and that shit show that we saw in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> um, that that's the only reason why. I support him coming back for another match. But in reality, this is not going to be his last match anyways. And we know that. If this was a swan song, fuck it. Let's do it. One more time, that's that's it. But we all know that when push comes to shove, Vince is going to call him again, and he's going to be back.
0: Yeah.
1: This right here is a waste of The Undertaker. To put him in that match... For no fucking reason, against uh, Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon as he teams up with Roman Reigns, there's no rhyme or reason behind it. No. It's just, hey, you know, this is like, this is like playing an exhibition match on WWE 2K, and be like, you know, I'm gonna, my tag team partner is gonna be the Undertaker, just because I can. <laughs> stupid. Oh, no absolutely point. stupid. Um, I'm gonna be curious to see how many, how how much they improve. Uh, I don't know what's going on in Philly lately. I mean, uh, Ring of Honor's in trouble selling out selling out tickets for the show. Uh, we'll see how what uh, what WWE does, but um, it's uh it's not it's not going well for them at all. And you can you can tell, like just from that show, that they are indeed in trouble. And um, it's it's a little scary.
0: It is a little scary, it, and you know, uh, <laughs> have you ever heard the the saying "desperate times call for desperate measures"? I have. Related to this, I don't know if you heard this or not, but do you remember the the situation we covered about Ring of Honor and Bully Ray, where yeah. he apparently told the fan off, right? Pulled him out of a seat, or head security pull him out of a seat, gave him a talking to, told him to shut the fuck up about. Uh, his girlfriend and whatnot sure Kevin Owens and don't get me wrong I'm not saying WWE told Kevin Owens to do this because I don't think that at all hmm I think Kevin Owens did it out of the kindness of his heart but the byproduct of all this is it kind of looks desperate on WWE's part Kevin Owens found this guy and private messaged him on social media and said hey it's horrible that you had a, a shitty time at a wrestling event. I would love to make it up to you. Let me give you free tickets to SmackDown. So he did. Okay. He got him uh, ringside seats to SmackDown. Um, the guy has since been on social media with pictures saying, Hey, you know, thank you from the bottom of my heart, you know, for for the kindness of a stranger. And... Um, don't get me wrong, like, that's awesome of Kevin Owens, but unfortunately, it makes the WWE look kind of fucking desperate. Like, we'll do, we're gonna try anything and everything to get you to watch us. Whether that was Kevin Owens' intent or not is is a whole nother subject, but that's, that's where we're at. That's where we're at with all of this WWE stuff, man. And it's, it is. It's sad. It's so sad. They they uh, they just continue to turn their fans off left and right, man.
1: Yeah, when again when we talked about how great of a summer it's going to be, it's it's really hard to uh, to plug WWE stuff. It just it is um, one one of the shows that continues to succeed in in WWE though is NXT. Uh, what, you know, for those who don't know NXT is essentially their developmental uh, brand. I don't really believe it to be developmental. It's,
0: it's the roster that's keeping the boat afloat. Yeah, it's, on. one, it's kicking the
1: main <laughs> roster's ass, and, and but uh, but anyways, I, I I segue here to an actual company that is designed to develop younger talent. And that's a company that we've plugged on the show before, and that's called Evolve. Um, Evolve, for those who uh, for those who don't know, they, uh, they've they been around for, for 10 years, and they are going to be celebrating their 10th anniversary on July 13th. That's a uh, Saturday night from the 2300 Arena, the infamous 2300 Arena, formerly known as the ECW Arena uh, in Philadelphia, South Philly. Evolve, for us, was one of those companies that we just could not get enough of.
0: Absolutely. love going to Evolve.
1: And then, late last year, uh, they became full-time affiliated with WWE.
0: And got rated.
1: And got rated. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's That's two different scenarios, but yeah.
1: They, uh they are an official breeder to WWE now and on July 13th at Evolve 131 which just again takes place live from the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania Evolve is going to be celebrating their 10th anniversary on the WWE Network
0: yeah Mm -hmm.
1: on paper this is a win for Evolve huge win Right? Mm-hmm. Exposure galore. Yet again, though, <laughs> I, and I'm about to tell you why, yep. WWE has fucked that up. <laughs> so let's let's start from the beginning. Let's start here with the NXT championship. You figure here you're probably going to get nothing. You know, NXT is the highest you're going to go as far as championships being put on the line here. You're probably not going to see the WWE title or Universal title defended. I, I mean, and, and really, nor should they be. But one championship so far that is scheduled to be defended is the NXT Championship, mm-hmm. held currently by Adam Cole. Bebe. Baby. Baby. Uh, he is taking on, he is defending that title against Akira Tozawa. Now, I know Akira Tozawa has lineage with Evolve. Mm hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. You want to, you want you want to showcase. This is supposed, this is supposed to be a showcase for Evolve.
0: Yeah.
1: So you want to showcase your best talent from Evolve.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For me, I like Tozawa. He's a good wrestler. But for me, wouldn't it make more sense to have your best talent from Evolve take on and challenge Adam Cole? For the NXT Championship, and really give people an idea of what the fuck the ball is all about.
0: This has been going on for like the at least the past six months. Yeah, we've got to see um, names like uh, Kyle O'Reilly,
1: Bobby Fish,
0: Bobby Fish, Velveteen Dream, Velveteen Dream. All matches, not all of them championship matches, mind you, but all matches, best versus best. Yep. Evolve versus NXT, mm-hmm. Evolve versus WWE, what have you. So when, at a time when it really matters, what do they do? We're going to put Adam Cole, have him defend the title against Akira Tozawa, who's on 205 Live. Yeah, who's
1: a fucking cruise rate.
0: What the fuck? Where's AR Fox at?
1: Huh? I, I love AR Fox, and I'm going to get to AR Fox in a second. To me, the easy answer is Austin Theory. Uh, uh,
0: he was right. He was <laughs> right after A. R. Fox. Where's Austin Theory?
1: Austin Theory is the guy who we've said it many times is probably going to be in a WWE ro- on the WWE roster sooner than later yeah. on an NXT brand. He wrestles Adam Cole. In, now I don't expect him to win the title, but puts on a hell of a show. I think it. So, I don't expect him to, but again, if you're really trying to push this company, what if the audacity that this kid from Evolve takes that fucking belt, especially if you're about to sign him?
0: It's too much like right, man. It's too much like right, meaning it's not going to happen. Adam Cole just got that belt. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way he's going to, there, there's no way he's going to drop it. So forget that.
1: But, I, I'd make it an option, but I, I hear no, you saying. No, but, yeah.
0: No, you're right, but it's not going to happen. All right,
1: okay, that's fine. But
0: also, why can't we, why can't we compromise a little more? Austin Theory versus Adam Cole, you go and you do like a 30-minute draw. hmm 60-minute draw. What does it hurt? You get both guys across. Mm-hmm. You get to see the uh, one of the best fucking matches of probably the year... Right. ...if they let them do what they're supposed to be doing in there.
1: I mean, Adam Cole has been a par- on our list all year so far.
0: You get to see... You know, you you get that hype train going even more so for Austin Theory... ...and the Evolve product... ...in, you know, as a byproduct of the match. You get to see Adam Cole do his thing... ...hype up NXT even more. Like, all this should be common fucking sense they've been doing it all like pretty much all fucking 2019 with these dream matches that they've been that they've been sprinkling on evolve cards here and there and now all of a sudden no it's like it's i don't i don't fucking get it i don't get it it's an anniversary show people are going to want to show up to the fucking show
1: a huge time to promote it <laughs> A huge time to promote the, the fucking card and to, to, to that that roster and you don't do it. And again, I'm not picking on Akira Tozawa. I'm not.
0: No, I'm not. He he's he's the uh he would be the messenger. <laughs> you know, we're yeah. not trying to shoot
1: him. Right, right, right. It just it it is it is it's a it's a farce, is what this is. Already. They are they are doing a catch point reunion match between uh Drew Gulak and Matt Riddle okay, I mean seeing that catch point isn't even a fucking thing anymore I don't really see it as being necessary I mean there's other there's
0: again dropping the ball both mm-hmm. of those guys are on uh fucking w w e television now yeah where's your evolve guys
1: yeah where why why can't Matt <laughs> riddle fight somebody on um, from evolve Yeah. like um uh, I don't know, uh, an an Anthony Henry or a J.D. Drake.
0: Please.
1: I don't know if you've seen that match technically before, but I mean, still. You know, um, they do have one match that features Evolve, guys, right now. So far, there's three matches booked. Oh, man. Uh, And it's called the Future Is Now Showcase Match. Okay, so it's, 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 it's Anthony Green versus Josh Briggs. Okay. Solid match.
0: Solid match. Absolutely.
1: Um. Makes me worry that Josh Briggs is going to sign.
0: Don't be surprised. I
1: mean, <laughs> you know. But you brought up Ar Fox. Yeah. Ar Fox is a guy that should could very well. Ar Fox versus Adam Cole.
0: All day. Take, take my fucking money. Take
1: everything that I have in the bank. Take yeah. it. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. I'll sell everything I fucking own Ladies and for that gentlemen, match.
0: if you've never been to an Evolve show, please do yourself a favor. 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash brown paper tickets. That's all one word. Yes. You can catch Evolve tickets on there for dirt cheap. I think usually ringside is like 40 bucks.
1: Yeah, usually. And, and, and the cheapest service fees. Because, you know, service fees are... That's right, yeah. They are a thing. Everyone's got them. you got to pay your bill somehow. Mm-hmm. Cheapest damn service fees I've ever paid. I mean, it's like next to nothing.
0: Yeah. So, um, but yeah, back. Ar Fox. That's that's my point here. Mm-hmm. Ar Fox, please take the time. You can even YouTube him. If you can't make it to a show, YouTube Ar Fox. You're in for one hell of a treat. As you far don't want to sit down. And yeah. Watch You're in for one hell of a treat as far as professional wrestling goes. Don't don't take my word for it. Please do yourself a favor. Do some homework. Watch some wrestling. Yes, and um, I, I promise you, you will be one thousand percent entertained. The man is fucking crazy in the ring.
1: There's a part of me. There's a part of me that be, that believes that AR Fox won't even make this card. It's it's
0: a it's a big possibility. Yeah. Whether we like it or not, it's a big possibility, especially if they keep having these fucking two o five versus NXT matches. Yeah. You know why not? Why not just call it? Why not just leave evolve completely out of it, and just do a show somewhere else that's fucking NXT versus uh, 205 Live. And then, not to get too off topic here, but guess what, Matt? All these fucking matches we're talking about right now—that's your fucking reason for not having tickets sold the next day, yeah. Sunday. Nobody wants to see the fucking Undertaker. <laughs> Nobody wants to see the Undertaker. Nobody yeah. wants to see fucking Becky Lynch and her boyfriend, because that's what it's been fucking boiled down to now. Right, right. In a fucking mixed tag match with uh, Boring Corbin, which is what I call him now, Boring Corbin. Well, he
1: wears fucking slacks, <laughs> right?
0: And Lacey Evans. Nobody wants to see that yeah. shit. I don't want to see that. But I will go see Akira uh, Tozawa versus uh, Matt, Adam Cole. I will see. Matt Riddle against Drew Gulak. I'm about to
1: blow your mind here. Oh shit! I know this. Be isn't, careful
0: because I don't have much hair left.
1: I know this isn't YouTube. <laughs> I know that. But, A.R. Fox, mm-hmm. Velveteen Dream.
0: Again, like for you and for me and you, it's common sense. Take my fucking if, money. If
1: I, somehow, some way, if I'm if I'm in WWE, if I somehow got a job there, I'm. I'm what the fuck am I doing here? and and I, I we're hooking up with evolve for the show like i'm in whoever's ear every day. i'm in Vince's ear until he fires me <laughs> Book that fucking match do
0: you remember when they started doing the whole evolve like people showing up on evolve uh, yeah. cards yeah yeah and there were dark matches yeah you wouldn't you you never got to see the matches on evolve pay per views right so why not go that route mhm sell some fucking tickets you don't want you don't want the shit to be uh, recorded for pay per view, so there you go, Velveteen Dream versus AR Fox, making a dark match. That's the least you can do to honor ten years of this fucking company that you're about to fucking swindle.
1: Yeah, Here, here's the thing. This is this is the reason why it's another reason why it's important to to not fuck over this event because guys like AR Fox because like guys like J.D. Drake, guys who may or may not want a contract with WWE, I, I, AR Fox has made it known that he's not really interested in WWE and or, or really any major big-time big company at this point in his career. What you are doing is saying, you know what, if you're not on board with this, you should probably work somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And AR Fox... This type of guy that can go anywhere he wants...
0: Hell yeah!
1: ...and work somewhere else. In a
0: fucking heartbeat.
1: And maybe... Maybe he changes his mind and says, you know what? I'll go work for a, a bigger company. And he shows up at Ring of Honor. Which they could fucking use him. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, maybe he shows up at AEW. Maybe he fucking leaves the country altogether. Who the hell knows? But... If you're evolved, your talent is getting rated, and you have to wonder... How can we continue to put on great shows? Because, in a matter of twelve months, you know you've lost Keith Lee, you've lost Matt Riddle, you've lost all of Catchpoint. All not, of Catchpoint. Yeah, not the WWE per se, well, including
0: Stokely Hathaway. Stokely <laughs>
1: Hathaway, yeah. Uh, you lost uh, Hot Sauce. Yeah, Hot Sauce. To the Ring of Honor, Tracy Williams. Uh, you lost Shane Strickland.
0: Yeah.
1: You lost Darby Allen. Walter, Timothy, Timothy Thatcher. Fuck. Zack Saber Jr. That was a little more than twelve months, but still, still, it's a lot of people you lost. How do you continue to? No pun intended, but how do you continue to evolve if you're giving away your talent?
0: I, and, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, like, Ring of Honor has been very successful at doing that. Sure. Over, over the past year, but not at this rate, though. Not at this rate, and that's the most yeah. important thing here. Not at this rate. They're they're having like a fucking liquidation sale. Yeah. By comparison, like please take it all. We're they're having a they're having a movement sale. Yeah. It's like
1: I I don't I think maybe you have to be from Chicagoland to get this one, but it's like the the, the fucking carpet company the dump. <laughs> You know were just, <laughs> yeah, right? We can't get rid of this shit yeah. Fast enough
0: <laughs> Please just take it You know
1: We're giving you away Pennies yeah. on the dollar Three
0: thousand dollar Fucking area rug Hundred bucks Yeah You know Like what but the That's heck? what
1: they sell people For those who don't know What the dump is They sell fucking rugs
0: Rugs and furniture
1: Furniture yeah, yeah And And
0: Got the seven thousand dollar leather sectional. Get it for sixty bucks.
1: I don't know if this is true or not. Cause I'm not too keen on the the furniture game, but I learned from the Goldbergs that that's like a thing that a lot of uh, like furniture companies do. If they have like these huge liquidation sales to sell shit, like we have to sell or, you know, we're, or we're going out of business. Mm-hmm. And it's they're not really going out of business. It's just.
0: Oh, uh, off-air, I'll, I'll hook you to all that shit. Okay. Trust me. You, right. you, yeah, they're right. They're absolutely right. But uh, it's it's a lot more contrived than that.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, oh, look at this shit. Oh, shit. Look at PC. Ladies
0: and gentlemen, we are watching <laughs> Ring of Honor Best in the World live from Baltimore. And we are about to see the Ring of Honor Six-Man Tag Team Championships be defended yes. by Villain Enterprises. And they are paying homage... To the Road Warriors. They have come out with spiked football pads. And they have their own logo on the fucking six-man yeah, tag Yeah, I know that too. That's, that's pretty cool. That's fucking sweet. This is fucking awesome. I, lo- I love it. Absolutely love
1: it. I know you're a huge Road Warriors fan. Hell yeah. PCO is, is too fucking giddy to be doing it.
0: He Well, he's out of his mind to begin with. Yeah. But that's a whole other... It's
1: it's cool to see Brody King back in Ring of Honor. Oh yeah, uh, he he had a really good uh, run in New Japan during that uh, Best of the Super Juniors tour. Uh, Lifeblood man, they they keep taking hits. They lost to Neil Dashwood. She's she's obviously gone. Um, but now they just recently lost Juice Robinson, and it's going to be a one to wonder if if David Finley's ever going to come back to Ring of Honor, or if he's going to follow Juice Robinson and stick with New Japan. Because right now, I mean, you're down to three members. Because PJ Black is still not technically a member yet. And it's going to be, you know, something to see if he's actually ever going to join Lifeblood. So, like, it was really a cool angle. But now you're down to Mark Haskins, Tracy Williams, and Bandito, who we saw earlier uh, took a loss to Shane Strickland. Sorry. (laughs) Not not Shane Strickland. Shane Taylor uh, for the ROH World Television Championship. Uh, those are pretty cool belts. I dig that. Um I don't dig PCO in this match. PCO
0: like just the way he looks and just like his his resting face. Yeah. He looks like someone who has Alzheimer's. <laughs> like he doesn't know what exactly he's doing, but yeah. he knows he's about to do it. Yeah. You know?
1: He's always got that smile on his face, and you know, like I know you've you've used this joke <laughs> off air. I think uh, last time, but he he does remind me, and not not I don't think he used it for PCO, but he reminds me of the N sixty four WWF games <laughs> where they're always smiling.
0: <laughs> yeah, they come running in yeah. the ring and it's like yeah, <laughs> but yeah. That is exactly his fucking uh, facial expression.
1: Big ass fucking cheesy smile on his face every fucking time. But uh, this should be a good match. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think given the the new titles, I think uh, Villain Enterprises hold on to them for yeah, a little bit longer. Probably, yeah. You know, so. <laughs> um, which leads you to wonder, like, now, now that uh, we've seen one, one of three titles successfully defended, assuming that this is a, another successful title reign, I mean, are the titles going to go three for three, or... Is Jeff Cobb gonna pull it off?
0: Oh man, I don't know.
1: I got I got Taven. I got Taven holding on to it longer, but uh, I think th- I I got Taven Taven going through most of the year, if not all of the year, with as a champion. But we'll see. Yeah, we will. We'll see.
0: On that note, we're gonna pause. Uh, pause for the cause, as Stone Cold likes to say, and uh, pay some bills. So. Hopefully, uh, you're still listening, and uh, stick around. Stay tuned. We'll be back with uh, part two of the episode.
1: This episode of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew has been brought to you by PodCoin. Joe, if you're anything like me, you love podcasts, but wouldn't it be better if you got paid while while doing it?
0: Absolutely. Fellas, ladies, children of all ages, you can now be paid to listen to us, the 20 by 20 Ring Crew. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Sit there, enjoy Matt and I, go back and forth about professional wrestling, all day, all night. Now, it's not straight out cash. You'll get paid in PodCoins, but you can change those PodCoins in for stuff like gift cards to Starbucks, Target, Best Buy, what have you.
1: Or, if you're uh, anything not like me, you uh, <laughs> you can donate those PodCoins to charity. To charity. So, which
0: is, I mean, that's always a good thing. Absolutely. absolutely.
1: So all you got to do is visit us at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash pod coin. I know it's a little bit of a tongue twister. It is. Again, that's 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash pod coin.
0: And don't forget, use the invite code 20x20pod when you sign up for the PodCoin app. It's going to give you 300 free coins right off the bat the moment you sign up for free.
1: And PodCoin is available for both iOS and Android.
0: And you get to listen to not just us, but a a plethora of podcasts at your leisure and the more you listen the more money you make it's that simple folks 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash pod coin get yourself signed up today remember invite code 20x20pod for 300 free coins and as always we will see see you in the ring. ring welcome back ladies and gentlemen as always thank you for hanging in there with us while we pay some bills thank you thank you Yes, and thank you again for listening. We are in the midst of episode 70 right now as you're listening, and we are still watching Ring of Honor's Best in the World pay-per-view from Baltimore, and actually we're on the main event right now watching Jeff Cobb get his title shot against the Matt Taven, who is... Essentially formerly of the kingdom, I guess right? I mean they still do Matches together, but they're trying to wean them away from the, the other two guys, right?
1: Well, as they should
0: <laughs> Jeff Cobb's a fucking beast good God.
1: Yeah, he's a monster in the ring who's got stamina for days and High-flying spots and speaking of high-flying spot. Oh my god one one-handed <laughs> suplex we just saw a pretty, uh, pretty nasty high-flying spot by Flip Gordon.
0: He cracked his fucking elbow on that table. Yeah. And, uh... It
1: looked bad, and um, I hope it's just... I mean, at this point, best-case scenario, it's a bruise. Jesus. Because that, that looked pretty bad, and you don't want to see him uh, going down with an injury, especially uh, after what we just saw. But uh, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I, yeah. I won't no, spoil anything. No spo- let's not spoil that. Yeah, but, um my god that that was one hell of a spill um,
0: you heard it too, yeah, good God
1: yeah, but uh yeah, as we enjoyed this uh, there's um there's a lot as we said in previous weeks there's a lot going on in the wrestling world and it's it's really coming to uh, to a head now uh, as uh, as you listen to this, we will be now post Fighter Fest. That's right. But uh, we are leading into, uh, in, in, a, in a week or two now, um, or actually a week, mm-hmm. as, of this, as of this episode, uh, into the third AEW show called Fight for the Fallen. Fight for the Fallen, which will take place at Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida. Yours truly will be in attendance. But uh, that's it's not about me. What it's about, though, is uh, that all the uh, the proceeds... You should be... I think it was just part of the, the proceeds. Now they're saying all the proceeds are going to uh, be donated to victims of gun violence. This is a charity show. We talked about the Evolve 131 show being on the WWE Network. Well, for to, to make things a little interesting here, Evolve is running... 131 on the WWE network the same day as AEW's fight for the Fallen. And when that with that being said, Kenny Omega had a few choice words to say. You can he, call him that. Yeah. <laughs> In regards to the uh I guess the double booking.
0: Uh, well, he has since deleted the uh the stuff from social media. I believe it was on Twitter. Uh, his his friend, <laughs> what he originally wrote before he uh, deleted it was, if lining your pockets with blood money is okay, then what's wrong with trying to undermine a charity show for victims of gun violence? I hear that healthy competition is supposed to be a good thing, and yet I can't help but feel like I'm going to be sick. Uh, and then he 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 pretty much deleted it uh, almost immediately, and then he replied with. I've said my piece, and it opened the door to a very toxic environment. It wasn't a message to fans or the boys, just the decision makers. I wish everyone wrestling on any show that day all the best. That is all. Uh, nothing nothing really new out of the mouth of Kenny Omega, who seems to have a penchant for uh, putting his foot in his mouth more often than not, I think that's a fair statement.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, I love Kenny Omega to death, but uh, yeah, he. <laughs>
1: I was I was getting yeah, you you, you beat me two it. Well, what's your take uh, on on what he said?
0: Well, first of all, I'm a very patient person, okay. and um, I believe in kind of like figuring everything out before you open your mouth. Uh, I grew up, my grandfather used to tell me, say what you mean, don't mean what you say. Meaning, watch what you say before you say it. So that, one, you're not just talking out of your ass. Yeah. And two, everything that you say is relevant and makes sense to the conversation. Sure. Um, And I think Kenny Omega just jumped the gun here. He just kind of rattled off some words without knowing everything about the situation. WWE had this... um, this plan of streaming and everything booked, like, six months in advance, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Again, it's almost like a a reiteration of what happened with another AEW show. uh, I, I believe it was Double or Nothing, where you had... Them showing uh, an NXT show, I think it was the UK pay per view.
1: Well, that's that's for All Out.
0: Oh, I'm sorry for All Out. Yeah, My Yeah, All, All
1: Out is going to have uh, the the UK um, NXT UK pay per view.
0: will be on the, exactly. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was trying to say. So uh, very similar similar to that situation where, again, that that show was booked to be on that day like six months ago but you're not gonna advertise it that early that's not the way any business should be run right um so again kenny omega more than likely didn't know this and it's it's just kind of one of those things um does does the fighter fest or fight for the fallen happen to be a charity show absolutely I don't think the WWE sat there and was like... I mean, don't get me wrong. I know they can be evil sometimes, but... I don't think they were sitting there like, yeah, let's let's see how we can fuck with them some more. Let's just, uh, you know, fuck people who are victims of gun violence. And let's just, you know, have them watch us on, on, our, on our network. Right. Instead, I don't think that was anything of the sort. I think Kenny Omega just jumped the gun. Which he's prone to do.
1: I don't like him... Attacking WWE in any regards, um, you know the whole blood money situation. You know, I, I I'm not necessarily I don't necessarily disagree with that, but the um, the fact that uh, you are you're making it very known that they they bothered you with something something that they did as a, an executive vice president, it doesn't look very good. No, um, it doesn't. It looks very petty <laughs> and. Uh, these are things that can get him in trouble, and in more ways than one. And, and again, I don't, I don't think anybody. First of all, what WWE did isn't even if even if it was on purpose, it's not wrong. That this, that's that's the business. You know, there's going to be other wrestling shows that are taking place on the same night too. I mean, it's just how it works, and if they. You know, if if this is a, a a shot of war, if you if you would, if this is, if this was indeed a shot of war, I mean, then it's a shot of war, and you're gonna just all you can do then, Kenny, is just put on, make sure that your product is better than theirs. Just keep focusing on on putting on the best product you possibly can, and don't worry about WWE, don't worry about you know anybody else. And this is kind of the problem that I have with, you know, these kind of wars, these battles, is that people are going to look at each other and, and be, you know, get upset about things that they do or try to beat them, make it a us versus them, instead of just saying, we're just going to beat everybody by being the best thing we can possibly be. If somebody's booking a show the same night as Fight for the Fallen, then what you do is make sure that Fight for the Fallen is the best goddamn show of the night. And it beats Evolve 131, which, at this rate, doesn't look like like it's going to be a problem. My thing for Kenny Omega is don't take things so goddamn personally. (laughs) Because that's what he did here.
0: Well, you know what? He's a very passionate person, especially when it comes to professional wrestling.
1: That's what I love about him, but...
0: It's a double-edged sword. It is. Speaking of Kenny Omega and AEW shows, uh, how do you feel about the whole TV deal? Right now it's scheduled to be... It looks like it's going to be Wednesday night, according to Mr. Meltzer. Wednesday night, uh, around October 2nd, if that's the case, that's only a few days before SmackDown premieres on the Fox Network. Yeah. Interesting, to say the least. Right. Uh, It looks like the time slot for AEW's... uh, what What we're going to call right now Wednesday Night Dynamite... ...is going to be between 8 and 10 Eastern. And... uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken... ...that's essentially the... ...pretty much the same time slot that SmackDown's going to have on Fox. Yeah. So, obviously two different nights of the week. Sure. Meltzer was also quoted as saying that... uh, ...WWE is making plans to debut... two new cameras during their initial broadcast as well as bringing in numerous celebrities to sit in the crowd with the show emanating from Los Angeles, undoubtedly they'd like to make AEW's show two days earlier look minor league compared to SmackDown on Fox. So, you know, we, we keep talking these whole thing, this whole, uh, you know, whether there's a war or not sure. between these companies. I don't know, I still don't know, I don't know if I would call it a war, but... Uh, Definitely a little game of uh, one upsmanship here and there, uh, or so it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, they go on to say uh, Tuesday night would be kind of conflicting for AEW because during the second half of the NBA season, TNT expands their coverage of the NBA. So. Um, that wouldn't necessarily be their their best bet. So it looks like Wednesday night is going to be the night. Right. We have two shows this fall, days apart. What are the odds? What are the odds we get to see a little more interaction between uh, these two shows and these two brands because they're so close together? Do we? Are, are how much? Uh, a better question is how much more of this kind of shit do you think that we're going to have to go through? Just this little uh, back and forth, like, oh, you know, we're going to bring in new cameras and uh, try to make it look bad and shit like that.
1: As far as it being a uh, two-way street, I, I don't know. I, I really don't... I really don't see it being too much of a thing, but I will say this. WWE, uh, they seem focused on... on... on beating AEW... And again, the problem is, is that they they look at it almost the way that Eric Bischoff looked at WCW. We gotta be AEW. We gotta be AEW. We gotta be AEW, and didn't care about the at what cost to do it. We see that with WWE right now. They're they're willing. They, they want to be. You know, they want to get back to being. I mean, they they're still the current number one company in in pro wrestling, but they wanted to go back to being like this legit juggernaut again and they keep falling back to the same things happening over and over again so as far as on their end I I don't see the pain to stop anytime soon
0: Shouts out to comicbook.com for that information I also mentioned this this whole TV situation between the two companies because uh, they have now WWE has also now assigned Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman as heads of TV Going, going forth. So here we are in late June, and now those two guys are running TV. Which I'm not saying there's a bad thing necessarily, but uh, let's face it, man. Um, these two guys can be very innovative, and I think they work well under pressure. I, I think uh, I think they're, <laughs> you know, whether whether you think of them as as uh, detriments or not I mean you you there is that argument like these guys were successful at a time
1: yes. Yeah.
0: How, how much better do you think WWE television is gonna be in the upcoming months? It
1: doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter who you have running writing the show you still have the same process. you change the process yeah like can see it. you know if you go let's say the Disney approach, write me a good story. Let me know what you need. As long as the story's good, I don't need to interfere. Vince McMahon can't let go. That's the problem. Vince McMahon is the biggest micromanager in, in all of pro wrestling. And in, in a lot of things, a lot of entertainment. I mean, he's, what you know what he is? And here, here's, here's something, you know, that a lot of people will understand the reference here. He is, he's Warner Brothers of DC.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a very good analogy. He, he just <laughs>
1: destroys the, his own product. Because he cannot let go of the creative process. Like he has, no, he has no, nothing left in the tank, in my opinion.
0: Do you remember years ago when Heyman was a writer for SmackDown? He was lead writer for SmackDown. And they had uh, pretty good ratings under Heyman. Yeah, and Heyman wanted to... Heyman was was basically being very successful at booking SmackDown. And Vince McMahon got in his way because SmackDown's ratings were getting better ratings than Raw. Yeah. And Vince put a kibosh to it and <laughs> he ended up fucking firing Heyman. Yeah.
1: And well it wasn't just that too. I, I never forget, you know, hearing Stephanie McMahon talk about working with Paul Heyman this was before that this was during his run as general manager mm-hmm. uh, where you know, she, she she didn't say this verbatim but, but she disliked Paul Heyman so much and this part that she, she did say verbatim that even if they were good ideas I would turn them down because it was Paul and she stood she looked right in the camera and said that with justification and I was like how was that good business you're turning out good ideas because that's oh, Paul. I don't like him.
0: That's it. <laughs> but you know what? Isn't isn't it par for the course for that company? Yeah. You know. And that's
1: why I say what I say. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's writing it. Vince McMahon cannot let go of that company. He cannot just take back and realize that he doesn't have the creative mindset anymore. He just doesn't.
0: Hypothetically. and I say that very strongly here hypothetically speaking if if he somehow miraculously lets go and relinquishes control and lets Bischoff and Heyman run TV their way what are we dealing with then?
1: you're dealing with potentially because even then I'm not 100% sold on on Heyman and Bischoff Potentially an actual legit war now between between the two. Interesting. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman is without a shadow of a doubt one of the most creative minds in all pro wrestling. Uh, One of the he he, he, his kryptonite is his business. He's horrible (laughs) businessman. Eric Bischoff worries me because if if you go and listen to his podcast, he is humbled by the mistakes that he's made. And there's times where he seems like he has learned from them, but they're like the like the Bruce situation. There's there's too many times where he is justified by what he did. Yeah, you know, we're living in the moment, man. You know, shit like that. That's not how it works.
0: That's not how it works.
1: <laughs> and I worry if if he has the creative capacity. To change the ship around, Paul Heyman, I do feel that like he does. Paul Heyman is also very good at developing talent. I have nothing but faith in Paul Heyman on the creative side, but Eric Bischoff scares me because, really, a lot, a lot of times when you know he he even says to so himself like, "Oh, that wasn't I wasn't involved in that. I wasn't involved in this. Well, what did you
0: do?" Yeah, what did you do? <laughs>
1: so. I'm 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 skept, I'm skeptical to say the least on, on Eric Bischoff, so um as a whole, I, I think you need more than that.
0: Speaking of more than that, uh Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard over the past what, year and a half now, has uh has come out like gangbusters. Um in in a general sense. I mean she everywhere she's gone she's uh She's been uber successful. Yep, held uh, multiple championships.
1: Current uh, two championships right now, at least. Yeah, for uh, women wrestling and uh, warrior wrestling.
0: And yeah, warrior wrestling. Um,
1: Gail Kim came out of retirement to face Tessa Blanchard.
0: There you go. I think that speaks volumes. It about speaks Tessa volumes. Blanchard. Yeah. Um. But traditionally, when you hear the name Tessa Blanchard, at least most most all well, your your average wrestling fan, you don't think Sammy Callahan. <laughs> you don't you don't really think intergender because l- let's face it, uh, intergender as a normal thing isn't normal yet, and mm. it probably should be at this point. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, Shouts out to Beyond Wrestling. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it is booked. Sammy Callahan, the draw himself, taking on Tessa Blanchard.
1: That is on July 7th. Yep. Uh, for Impact Wrestling, Slammiversary.
0: Slammiversary, baby.
1: Tessa Blanchard This started with the rivalry with Glenn Gilberti. Did I say that right? Yeah. Disco Inferno, whatever.
0: Disco Disco Inferno. <laughs>
1: it's led all the way to to Sammy Callahan. I mean she she uh in a recent episode of, of uh Impact, she um went through uh Jake Christ, mm-hmm. of uh OVE, and uh and now she she's taken on the leader. She has quickly risen to be the one of the hottest uh female in-ring performers. Uh, in the business today, in the business right now, she continues to revolutionize the business, and she's doing it right now by by putting women wrestling on, you know, figuratively on her shoulders and taking on men head on, and breaking down barriers in ways that other companies aren't doing yet. I'm not saying that, you know, yeah. Intergender matches are a thing elsewhere. But the way that she's been doing it, and, and on a bigger platform too, that's, yeah. that's the key here. This is a bigger platform than Beyond Wrestling or other wrestling companies like that. And she's, she's putting it on her back. And I, I think it's, it's about time that she gets the recognition that she deserves. She's definitely you know proven to be one of the best. And now she's going up against the draw. For me, this is one of the big, biggest matches uh, of the summer already. And Tessa Blanchard has an opportunity to knock off one of the hottest male ring performers in all of pro wrestling today. And not only would that mean amazing things for her for her career, but for every female in the business it gives them that much more legitimacy as far as being the opposite sex in a wrestling world that's dominated by men. And on the flip side, you know, we talked about Sammy Callahan and his issues with MLW recently being let go because of the situation with him damaging all the all the equipment and stuff like that. The the venue. And you think, oh, this guy, this guy is just a complete idiot. He, he's he's bad for business. But yet he signs a match against Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard is probably going to win this match. Sammy Callahan's going to do the job for her. But Sammy Callahan's going to put her ass to the ringer. I don't think he's going to take a light on her. Nor should he. A lot of blood. There will be blood.
0: <laughs> there, there will be blood. Impact anniversary. Uh, if I'm not mistaken this is what 17? It's up there. Yeah 17 yeah it is 17. Uh, Impact Wrestling's 17th annual Slammiversary is taking place live in Dallas Texas July 7th on pay-per-view. Uh,
1: it's interesting that they are going to be in Texas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dallas. Dallas at that.
1: Dallas at that. Mm-hmm.
0: Um You've got other matches on the card like uh, Brian Cage versus Michael Elgin, which should be uh, pretty fucking interesting. You've got uh, Rich Swan up against uh, Johnny Impact, RVD against Moose. Interesting match. That is an interesting match because uh, let's face it, you and I have seen Moose work, and uh, he's not the same Moose he used to be. That's that's for damn sure. And uh, not that RVD's. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, he's up there in age. Yeah, he's he's a, he's not a spry young man anymore. But that should be pretty interesting. Uh, LAX versus the Rascals, and then probably a little more interesting than the Callahan Tessa Blanchard match for me anyway is the first ever four way monsters ball match, all female for the first time. Yes. You have Havoc versus Sue Young versus Rosemary versus Taya Valkyrie in a Monsters ball match. Uh, that that there's my money right there. Take my money. I can't wait to see that.
1: Again, women wrestling, Impact Impact wrestling. How how do you compete with you know AEW or WWE and and stay legit? as a legit contender, well, you don't look at AEW, you don't look at WWE, you look at yourself and say, what can we do to put on the best wrestling show we possibly can? I have an idea, says them. Let's put four of our top women and put them on a fucking first ever match. <laughs> and let's let's do Monsters Ball. I I, you know? give,
0: I've, I give complete credit to Impact Wrestling for following that path. They are better at it than anyone else in in the in the major in the major leagues, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's what they do. They do that best, and they continue to do that. They 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 stopped figuring, trying to figure out what you know, like wh- who they should answer to, right? Other than themselves,
1: yeah. And that's that's how you win these competitions. That's how you do it. You look at, you look at any other, you know, competitive area. You look at you know businesses going at it. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't beat the other competition. You don't say, okay, what am I doing? What are they doing? You just you put out the best product. We just we just got done with E three. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a big gaming convention every year, and you know there was there was talks about that with uh, the new consoles. Mm-hmm. You know Xbox right? Or sorry, Microsoft right now has Scarlet. Uh, I don't know. If it's, it's probably not gonna stay that name. You know PS5 for Sony and things of that nature. And it's it's just this is game of one up one up one up the ship where the, nobody's telling you exactly what they're putting out there because they're trying right now. They're trying to just put out their best product, and you don't want to put everything out there too soon because then you know you have the idea of well, that so and so can can top this or top that, and Sony just said, "You know, fuck it. We're putting out our best product. If they if they can beat that, let them try. Mm-hmm. Let them fucking try, because this is what we got for the PS5. This is what we're going to unveil right now. We're proud of what we have here. If they can, they say they can beat it. Go ahead, try it, and maybe they will. You know, and and how to." How does Sony, you know, Sony and Microsoft, again, real quick here, Microsoft tends to win a lot of the, the hardware specs wars, so what does Sony do? We're going to release fucking, f- these first party games that will blow your fucking mind, <laughs> and Microsoft doesn't have that, to that extent. Right. So who wins? Sony wins, hands Sony down. Sony wins, hands down. Just like they've won the past two console wars. That's... That's how Impact's going to survive this. You know, again, you have the the, the Monsters Ball match. You have the intergender match. You know, you're, you're bringing guys back like Rob Van Dam. You have the special match with Sabu, which that was a short-term thing. You know, so you mix in some nostalgia. You make big signs like fucking Michael Elgin. That's huge. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> but to see Michael Elgin and Brian Cage, that kind of clash between those two behemoths, that have agility, it's like watching Jeff Cobb fight Jeff Cobb, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then you know, Rich Swan, Johnny Im- Johnny Impact, who doesn't want to see that match?
0: Exactly, you
1: know. So it's like it, it, it's a it's a who's who of you know of, of wrestling, a wrestlers or in wrestling matches. You know, LAX and the Rascals. You're looking at high flying, you know, shenanigans galore put the belt on the line, I mean, it's this, this is a must-see match. Really good fucking card. And um, again, you can get $15 off through us. You go to 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash I I can't stress that enough. It, this will be available on fight. Yeah, if uh, I'm
0: not mistaken, it's going to be 25 bucks. Okay, so, so you're, you're going to pay 10 Yeah, you'll pay 10 for it out of pocket, which is Not a bad deal. We're gonna give you sign up as a new user through us, twenty x twenty crew.com slash podcast slash fight. That's f I t-e. Sign up as a new user. If you have an an existing account, use a different email. We wanna give you fifteen bucks for free. Ladies and gentlemen, take it. Yes. Take it. (laughs) Take it, take it,
1: take it. This is this is definitely gonna be a good one. Throw out more free wrestling here again. At this point it'll already have taken place. But get yourself a subscription, and, and this is not something that we're affiliated with per se, but I want to preach good, uh, pro, good pro wrestling. Get a subscription through Bleacher Report. Check out Fighter Fest. Uh, takes place on June 29th. And then net for next week, Fight for the Fallen, Jacksonville, Florida. Again, I will be there live. I'm super excited for that. That's also on Bleacher Report for free absolutely free they just want they, they, they just want you to watch check out the product and again proceeds for the gate are and, and I'm, I'm sure merchandise and, and things of that nature are gonna go to victims of gun violence again good charity good cause uh that's all for free guys i, I just i can't stress that enough check out good free wrestling and uh also too as of, as of this recording, we're just one day away from one of the biggest things that happen in pro wrestling. The G1's coming to the United States. Damn. Ain't that something? <laughs> the, the G1 Climax is coming to the United States, first time ever, American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas.
0: If you happen to be in Dallas or, or you wanna, still want to go, there are secondary market tickets yes. out there. You can, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we we do have access to those. Stop on over and see us, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash NJPW. We have ticket listings on on the page. Yes. um, If they're available.
1: And if you can't, get a subscription to NJPW World using that same link. Again, that's 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash NJPW. And you get 30 days free. Yeah. Uh, which means you get the entire G1 Climax for free.
0: Yeah, absolutely. For free. Amongst all the other awesome shit that's happened this year so far. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I mean, again, I mean, it's it, this is a great time to kind of bring yourself back into pro wrestling if you haven't done so already, or just continue to watch good pro wrestling. So, I'm excited, man. I'm, so am I'm, I'm, I, man. I'm, I'm beyond excited. We, we
0: got a lot of watching to do. Absolutely. We're going to wrap up the show this week. Again, thank you for listening as always. Thank you for all your support. Uh, We love to sit and talk wrestling each and every week with you guys. If you want to come find us on social media, we're available at facebook.com slash 20x20crew. That is our official Facebook page. You can come talk to us on Facebook. We have our own Facebook group, uh, facebook.com slash groups slash 20x20talk. Come talk to Matt and I about all things wrestling and then some. We are available on Twitter, twitter.com 20x20crew. Also available on Instagram, instagram.com 20x20crew. You can find us, uh, email us, comments, suggestions, questions, you name it. We're, uh, we're all about it. 20x20crew at gmail.com for the time being. And then, of course, we're available on YouTube, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash YouTube. We'll get you there, where we have the following contest, where Matt and I fantasy book, or as Chris Jericho likes to say, armchair book, (laughs) uh, matches that you may or may not have seen before, purely out of uh, of love for professional wrestling. Uh, We have a... A tournament, a fantasy tournament coming up here in the, in the next couple weeks that uh, we're going to clue you into. So stick around for that. And uh, as, as always, our home on the web is 20x20crew.com, where you can find merchandise, uh, all our past episodes, you name it. It's all on there. Once again, shouts out to our newest sponsor, PodCoin. Please take time and visit PodCoin. Sign up for free. It's a free app. Yep. Where you get paid to listen to podcasts, you can actually sit and listen to us for, for free, and get paid to do yep. it.
1: Just when I thought I couldn't give you anything more than my beautiful voice, <laughs> we're, we're, we're giving you we're giving you an opportunity to get paid and turn you know turn your your time into money money that you can spend on anything you want, gift cards of, of anything you want,
0: Amazon, Am- Starbucks, yeah. Target. You name it It's there 20x20crew.com Slash podcast Slash pod coin will get you there Remember guys Use the invite code 20x20pod To sign up And we're going to give you 300 free coins Right off the bat Just for signing up Through us Uh, And once again Thank you again For all of the The love and support You guys show us Week after week I think that'll do it
1: yeah. You want, uh, do you want
0: to do it this week? You know, I,
1: I, I definitely I definitely do want to do it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been episode 70. I still can't believe it's been 70 episodes. Dude. Uh, for those who are listening to this on the day of this release, thank you so much for doing they so. Do. And I, I want to point out, for those who are listening in the great uh, great country of the USA, this is 4th of July weekend. want to remind everybody to have a great 4th of July weekend. Be safe out Be there. Be safe. Be safe, safe. make smart choices because you guys have been fantastic and we want you to continue to be fantastic and Joe and I will continue to be Joe and I. (laughs) And until next week, we will see see you in the ring.